0: I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News.
1: Hey, it's Jimmy Fallon inviting you to join me on Fox Across America weekdays at 10 a.m. on News Talk 930 KROE.
2: At Carpet Design, their showroom showcases the latest in carpeting, luxury vinyl, tile, laminate, as well as all types of hardwood flooring. You'll see what's new in color, texture, and technology. If your flooring is showing its age or you just are ready to make a change, come see what's new and exciting at Carpet Design. Every Saturday from 10 to 3, take 20% off on flooring in the warehouse. Large selection, too. Free estimates. 643 Riverside Street. Carpet Design.
1: Harker-Mellinger provides business advisory services tailored for you specifically to help your business become compliant, tax-efficient, organized, and strategically aligned with your goals. Think of us as part of your team. You will rest more comfortably knowing that you are covering all your financial basis and making informed decisions. Contact us today at Harker-Mellinger. Our focus is where you're going, not where you've been.
3: From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday, your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your hosts on the Jackson Electric Open Lines, Steve Sisson and Floyd Whiting. And good morning,
2: Aaron Palmer with uh Ron Richter. And we have a special guest in the studio this morning, Commissioner Nick Sittle. Good morning, Nick.
4: Good morning. How are glad- you? Great. Brave through the snow. I'm glad gonna, to be here this I was morning. Say, you got
2: dug out this morning. Yeah,
4: huh? yeah, you betcha. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Looks like we're gonna get snow. Yeah, clear up into next week yet. Monday and Tuesday, possibility of a foot. Can you believe this? Clear into <laughs> April.
4: Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's hard to believe what the winter's been like, you know. Yep. Yeah, no kidding.
2: Well, we like I said, we have a special guest host this morning who's coming in, and we're we're going to talk about uh, the airport leases uh, coming up in a little bit. But we want to talk about the first Northern Bank poll question from the last week, which was: Do you agree with the recent decision the Sheridan County Commission made regarding those amendments to the leases at the Falcon Car for Falcon Car Corporation and Dynamix Energy? And we left that open specifically. We didn't ask specifically why, just did you agree with it or not? Hoping that would get some conversations going this morning. So right. if you have something that you want to say or uh, discuss that or ask a question, give us a call. The phone number is 674-4443 or 672-5763. So the poll question was that. And uh, we asked again, do you agree with the decision? And yes was the overwhelming amount. And as of last night, 260 votes were yes, 157 votes no, and 40 were undecided. So um, I guess that's the conversation this morning is as to do you agree with it? And if so, why? Or do you disagree with it? If so, why? So first of all, let's talk a little bit um, about the lease agreements. Um, Commissioner, can you tell us this started back in 20, was it 2020 or 2021?
4: Um, in 2020, and the, the conversation started with with Falcon Cars and Dynamics Energy, and and they also own another company called Skyler Aviation, and uh, and so at the time, of course, John Stopka was the airport manager, and and uh, and was working with them on the on the situation. And I guess I guess I'll start by saying that the airport's business park, airport business park, we have lots of leases up there. Um, different leases for different purposes, and and each lease can be negotiated separately, oftentimes based on how many lots you want, how big a lots you want, what you plan to build there, and and the the plan that uh, Falcon had, and and the initial the initial drawings and the initial vision was that in our airport leases. There's a 30 year revision clause and at the end of 30 years, whatever on the property, then the airport owns that and then they can release it back out to the leasee or whatever. but so it looked like there was going to be some very substantial um, property there, some very substantial buildings that would be worth a lot of money. and so that's how the lease was negotiated with uh, with Falcon and with Dynamics energy and then Skyler Aviation is leasing. A large hangar that is owned by the county. By the way, all, all, almost all the hangars out there on the airport are also owned by the county and leased out. So, so the airport is very much in the leasing business. So, anyway, given that, given that, that was the situation. Our leases are all all started as one year leases. Well, I guess we all know that at that point in time. Building became pretty hard. We had the COVID thing hit and everything. And and so at that point there was a one year extension given.
2: So these are and, the amendments, I'm sorry, that, that everybody's correct. been talking about. So the first amendment extended it by a year.
4: Right. Okay, first amendment you. extended it by a year. Okay. It extended it by a year. And then uh and then at which would have been at the end of last month. And so they came and requested another month to try and renegotiate, which is the second amendment, which is what we gave them. And then, as, as you were aware, you were at our meeting last week. Then when, uh, when they came and requested another amendment, which for the Falcon side of it, and they have the Falcon has eight lots. And so the Falcon side of it, um, we rejected the amendment on that.
2: And that was to extend it through 2026. Right.
4: right. Okay. Basically three more years, which would have given them a five-year window from when it initially started. Um, three more years. And uh, and I, I guess, you know, first I'm going to say there's certainly some people in the public concerned about the traffic and concerned about the neighborhood and so on and so forth. But but mainly, I believe, at least in my perspective, this is basically a business decision on on working through the business of it. And, and the three more years just didn't make sense from a business perspective, at least to me. And, uh, then, then they requested on the dynamics side, which is directly adjacent to the Schuyler aviation hangar. Um, and they have already done a little bit of work there. There's two lots there and they requested the same with that. We ended up um, amending the the proposal to give them four months to get their plans, their design, their building permits, and stamped by an engineer in Wyoming, and then two years to get that built. And so that's what that was amended to on the Falcon, or on the dynamic side. And what they're mainly doing there right now is building side by electric side by sides and charging stations
2: okay and And we'll get to that in just a second we've got a caller so let's go ahead okay and caller you're on the air go ahead morning guys good morning
5: hey and and first of all i'd like to tell nick sorry about his
4: dad hey thank you oh yes i appreciate that
5: you bet and i'm gonna just kind of change the subject here a little bit and i'm not all up on that airport stuff but i was just curious what the county or if you've heard anything, the county, the city, uh, if anybody's making plans for uh, sandbags and that type of stuff available,
0: because I suspect that someday it's going to warm up and this snow's going to melt. And I just thought maybe we might make a comment on that if there was something sure, sure.
5: that
1: you know that works because I hadn't heard anything.
4: All Mr. right. Siddle, go ahead. Absolutely. Our emergency management coordinator, Jesse Ludikaus, has been very, very proactive on that situation and working with the road and bridge. And, and we'll have several locations, but right now we do have a fairly large sand pile at the fairgrounds. We have bags there, um, and it's a self-serve station right now. But you're welcome to go to the fairgrounds and bag yourself some sand and take it right now. We will also have it at the County Road and Bridge. I know I went to the uh, the Chamber Coffee yesterday out in the Tongue River Valley, and and they also want to work with us on getting some out there in Dayton and Ranchester. And, and we're certainly going to make sand and sandbags available. I don't know if we'll have – we probably won't have the labor to fill them, but, but we'll certainly make the sand and the sandbags available because, as we know – Even we're, we're of course hopeful that we keep having 50 degree days and freezing at night and slow, but you never, we know probably it's inevitable that we're at least going to have some flooding. So appreciate the call and you bet. And we'll be, we'll have that on our website at the county and we'll be putting out news releases too about when and where that's available.
2: And from what I understand, the city of Sheridan will have the same thing available at their city lot. That's
4: I would assume so, yes
2: so yeah keep keep uh, abreast of the uh, county website city website and there should be more information posted
4: you bet there you go thanks for the call
2: and uh, if you got something you want to say talk about whatever phone lines you can call 674-4443 or 672-5763 joining us this morning special guest host John, or er, Johnson, Sheridan County Commissioner, <laughs> Nick Siddle. See, I'm so used to Johnson. Game.
4: Well, that's okay, Aaron. And, uh, <laughs> Nick's, Nick's doing
2: uh, double duty. <laughs> sure. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. And, uh, we've been talking about the airport leases because, uh, and let's talk a little bit about the, the, the quote unquote controversy, because there were some people or are some people that are concerned about those businesses going in up there for traffic reasons, noise reasons, whatever, but you guys looked at their business plan and you had to delve into this. So you guys obviously signed off on it. So let's talk a little bit about that. What what brought all that on and why did you feel it was okay to do?
4: Sure. You know, um the the concern by a lot of people up there is what your definition of of heavy manufacturing or light manufacturing is and and the the truth of the matter in this situation is the components are going to be brought in and everything's going to be assembled on site, but they're not going to be actually doing a lot of of things that require, you know, heavy duty cutting and moving. They do have certainly a bunch of mills and machines up there right now that are, that are indoors and undercover, but mainly in this manufacturing that they're going to be doing, it's going to be putting components together and making their vehicles on site. They have changed... From what they initially thought they were going to do they're going to do all of their um engineering and research and development here but the the larger scale the buses and trucks they were going to manufacture they're going to manufacture them probably somewhere else and in this area like i said they're mainly going to concentrate on side by sides and as we know right now nationwide there's a big push for charging stations and that's what they'll be doing but the other thing that that people do understand is that that business park was put there in 2005 and um in in fact the business park was put there before the subdivisions that are around it were there and and uh the road was designed with with that being a business park in mind that's a concrete road going up there from from Brundage all the way to the airport and and so it was designed with that in mind and and there's a lot of, you know, there's some other businesses up there that are doing a lot of manufacturing right now, and and there is a lot of truck traffic in and out of there because we know that both UPS and FedEx are up there currently, and so I don't think it's going to be a big disruption. Um, and and so we're we, we're in the business of having that business park, and it's business and it's good for employees in the community.
2: Gotcha. Okay, so. Let's talk a little bit about Falcon Car Corporation. Their original plan was, as you said, they had buses and all kinds of stuff that they were going to do. So what was the original plan before they kind of narrowed it down into this?
4: So the original plan was they were going to have a a fairly large um, building where they would put the cars together. And they were even going to put an overhead archway from from one side of the... uh, where they oh a sky bridge we got sky bridge, gotcha. basically where the the cars would get started work their way across the sky bridge and then get finished on the other side and so that it wouldn't disrupt traffic as it's going across and and there'd be a sky bridge there and uh, then the final plant the final processing and, and the one thing a lot of people have the the feeling that then there'd be acres and acres of just manufactured cars sitting there waiting to go and and we've been assured that no automotive places really do that because you're not making money on the ones that are sitting there. They need to get shipped out. And so that's the situation. Um, and they, they plan to stagger their start times and release times for their employees. So you're not going to have 200 cars coming and going right in one 10 minute period or whatever to disrupt traffic. And And of course, that's any everybody ask us about doing a traffic study and and that YDOT dot does traffic studies the county doesn't do traffic studies so that's where we're at on that situation
2: okay so as it stands now they've scaled back their bit. so the building that cuz i i think it was Floyd Whiting had done a story so this is this what we're looking at the same building
4: that i i we don't so that's why they have first of all the 4 months to show us their new plans what their plans are and get their building permits and get ready to go on the dynamics energy side of it. Okay. And, then, uh, and then it's my understanding that the Falcon Cars still does wish to try and work with us on something, and uh, they will have to come up with a different proposal for us. Um, right now, um, we haven't approved anything for those eight lots. Gotcha. So this yeah. is still
2: a concept artist concept so they have something different that's going to come in here
4: i I, especially on the dynamic side yes they're gonna they're and those are right airport side so okay they don't require they'll be all on the same side of the road gotcha at this point we've got
2: another caller we'll go ahead and uh have them pipe in here caller you're on the air go ahead caller are you with us can you hear me there you go yeah go ahead
6: I have a question for our county commissioner. Sure. The county is considering transferring ownership of the SAWS Sheridan area water supply system in its entirety to the city of Sheridan. The city would become the owner and operator of the SAWS system. Uh there's about I think four million in reserve in the account, that's money in the bank. And the system is about twenty some years old and functioning very well. So my question is saw serves exclusive county residents powderhorn people in the big goose valley etc up on the top it doesn't matter they are the uh, tap owners users they pay the bill why is the question sir why does the county want to take that enterprise system and give it to the sh- city of sheridan to own and maintain um transfer it over particularly when it's uh uh almost like a new Cadillac with a full tank of gas why would we do this and and I'll get off and listen to the answer. Thank you
4: okay, thank you for the call um first of all, there's been no decision made on the situation between saws and the city it's still in a in a negotiation planning type process and and I guess the, the situation becomes right now that the city maintains the system. The city takes care of the billing for the system. And, uh, and so it almost makes some sense at least to streamline the process and kind of put it all under one umbrella. Now, if, if and we, the decision certainly has not been made, and, and I, I am on the, on the SAWS water board right now, And no decision has been made from that aspect but any any decision that would be made would be first of all to to streamline the money process to to try and make it better certainly not worse and i will assure you that if if that does happen there will still be a joint powers board that includes the county that will still oversee the situation whether the county or the city actually owns the assets there will still be a joint powers board that will include the county, and um, and it's certainly still in the in the stages, and And those uh, SAWS Water Board meetings are open to the public, and people are welcome to come and, and express themselves. I'm not 100% positive when the next meeting is, but if you check the Sheridan County website, you'll see it, and uh, and you're welcome to look into it. We certainly in no way, shape, or form wish to basically give away saws we just we just want to make it a a better process gotcha
2: okay yeah we're going to go ahead and take a break right there on the jackson electric open line and uh we'll be back right after this
1: Jackson Electric and you'll feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring a home, wiring a business, new electrical service or enlarging existing surface. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan.
2: Are you a Main Street business in Sheridan that's concerned about the upcoming Main Street Road construction project? Have you thought about how you're going to keep folks coming to your location?
6: Why not use the radio that you're listening to right now? Let people know that you're open or about any special deals you're running. Sheridan Media is currently running advertising specials for any Main Street business located between Dow and Caffeine from April to October during the duration of the construction season.
2: We also have special rates for the Country Bounty. If you want to learn more, and you know that you do, contact me, Aaron Linden, at 752-5961.
6: Or me, Sue Engelhart, at 763-0097 for more information.
2: Sheridan Media is an employee-owned, Sheridan-based company that cares deeply about Sheridan. And we want to do what we can to keep the community moving during this time.
6: We look forward to speaking to you about this exciting opportunity. Your locally owned McDonald's is looking for a general manager. Owner, Larry
2: Storrow.
4: Bob, as general manager, you'll be responsible for helping lead as well as hire and develop all employees. You will work with the management team to set goals and create a plan to achieve these goals. A background in quick service restaurants is strongly desired or experienced in hospitality or retail. You will help guide the entire operation for success.
2: Apply for this general manager position online at mchire.com. That's mchire.com.
0: The 67th Army Band, Wyoming Zone, invites you and your family to a great evening of music Tuesday, April 4th, 7:30 p.m in the Whitney Center for the Arts. This family-friendly event is free and open to the public and celebrates the spirit of America's favorite hit tunes. So put it on your calendar. The 67th Army Band, Wyoming Zone. p.m. Tuesday, April 4th at Sheridan College's Whitney Center for the Arts. Sponsored in part by your friends at Sheridan
2: Media. Jackson Electric, Open Line, Aaron Palmer and Ron Richter. We have a special guest host this morning, which is Sheridan County Commissioner, Nick Sittle. I almost said Johnson. Not Johnson. There you
4: go, not Johnson. Yeah.
2: What happens living in Buffalo? Everything's Johnson <laughs> County. And I go to your meetings every two weeks. You think I would
4: have this? sure do. Yeah. This? But anyway,
2: numbers to call. You can call in, talk about whatever you want to, or comment on what we're talking about. Numbers to call 674-4443, 672-5763. And this morning we're talking about, well, a little bit of everything. But the poll question was, do you agree or disagree with the Sheridan County's Commission's recent uh, decision on the lease amendments for Falcon Car and uh, Dynamics Energy. I think I said Dynamics earlier, but
4: yeah, it looks the same. Yeah, whatever yeah. tomato, um, tomato. Yeah.
2: So the the quest that was the question for this week, and we had uh, two hundred and sixty votes that were yes, one hundred fifty-seven that were no, and forty that were undecided. So. Um, Commissioner Sittle was talking about the leases and the original um, uh, lease agreement, and then there were a few amendments, and then the last one was just a couple of weeks ago, which you guys said, yeah, we don't think so, and said, we're not going to approve that. But on the the dynamic side, you guys did make an amendment and kind of allowed them to do some things, but not all of what they were wanting to do. Correct. um, Let's talk about the original plan because... Wow, we have three calls waiting. Let's go ahead and go to the first call. Caller, you're on the air on the Jackson Electric open line. Go ahead. Okay, am I the first one? Yep, there you go. Good morning. Okay. Anyway, uh,
5: I wanted to make first off a comment. Uh, I've had just about all of this global warming I can stand.
6: <laughs>
4: but, yeah, that's no kidding. Uh-huh. Yeah.
5: And still more. I, I miss Al Gore's hot air, but it reminds me of when he was on his way to New York City to preach one of these twenty-five thousand dollar global warming sermons, which, of course, was taxpayer paid, and he couldn't get there because of the blizzard.
4: <laughs>
5: that was actually kind of funny. I thought. Yeah. But uh, the main thing I wanted to talk about is I wonder if there's very many callers, or not necessarily callers, but listeners today that are as irate as I am about the Democrat persecution, not prosecution, of Donald President Trump. You know, I've never seen anything like it. Uh, I've, I have like history. I've studied it ever since I learned to read. And I know a little bit about how the Nazis took over Germany. And I have seen the Democrat Party, and I know I'm going to talk off a few people, but I've seen them following in the footsteps of the Nazi party. And I, I'm old enough to remember President Johnson, I kind of remember when Kennedy got shot, but he was the last Democrat I would have voted for, for president, and they just steadily get worse. And the, and I can't remember his name, but the one of the head honchos that Biden put in office said that he was going to find more charges against Trump because Trump is running for re-election. Well, my gosh, that's... Well, it's it's similar to what you see in a third-world communist country. Uh, Recently, somebody mentioned that Joseph Stalin, who was one of the communist dictators of the Soviet Union, the guy that killed about 10 million Ukrainians by starving them to death. He said, you show me the person I'll show you the crime. That's almost exactly what I'm seeing with Trump and You know, I won't say Trump's a perfect saint, but, and I don't think any of us are actually, but my gosh, the guy did more for this country when he was in office than any president I've seen in my lifetime, including the Republicans. And, you know, the first thing Biden did when he took over because he went straight from his inauguration to the white house and signed 17 bills. Oh, uh, well, no, not bills. They were
2: executive dictator orders,
5: dictator decrees, but almost nobody knows what they are because they weren't advertised. Oh, uh, but he destroyed, Just about everything that Trump accomplished. Trump brought back jobs to America. Brought back factories, of course. Uh, It had a booming economy, a booming stock market. Gasoline was $1.87 a gallon. And, of course, Biden's always been known as a puppet for the left anyway. So you could say the Democrat Party is... Destroyed all that. And now we're in a, well, they call it Biden, infl- Biden inflation, but it looks more like a recession, a lot of people. And we're teetering on the edge of another depression. And I can't imagine any Democrats listening that think all that's a good thing. There are some, I guess, that do, but. Uh, they're probably not listening anyway.
2: <laughs> okay, well, caller, let's uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Thanks for the call, appreciate it. We've got more calls waiting. Caller, you are on the Jackson Electric open line. Good morning. Caller, uh, good you're on the air. Go me? ahead. Good morning. Is that me? Yes, it is you. Go ahead.
0: Okay, hey, thanks. Uh, this is Carl Clements. Yes, and I've uh spoken at the county commissioners' meetings a couple times. Uh, about the Falcon Car thing and I'd like to speak on that again this morning for just a minute. Sure. Uh, first though to Commissioner Siddle, uh our condolences from our family to years on your loss. Thank you, Carl. And hey you bet. And I don't want to sound like I'm beating you up, Commissioner, uh, on this issue, but
4: (laughs) But you are it's okay, Carl. I've got thick skin, so
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well me too. So let's go over it a minute. But you know, when I first met John Stopka over this and he explained that all the negotiations with Falcon were all done in secret. Now, the commission knew about it, but nobody else did. And you're right, the uh, YDOT does the traffic studies and and lots of other people do those studies, but Falcon didn't come in with any uh, studies doing this on their own. Uh, No traffic studies, no costs, no plans, no development, uh, just what they said. So based on what they said, which was uh, building 30,000 cars a year, uh 500 employees those kind of things it was easy to deduce how much of a traffic problem that would be what would it do to property uh in the area the two subdivisions immediately across the fence and then ours right across the road from that uh it was easy to see that uh housing was an issue that unemployment in the town of sheridan itself is only about 1.2 to 1.4 percent i think and One former commissioner said, well, we would get the, you know, the unemployed miners from Gillette to come over and fill those uh, employment positions created by Falcon, that kind of thing. And then you would, in phase two, of course, move all the traffic or could move all the traffic over to the new road, which would go by the Mountain Shadows subdivision. I don't think those people understand that. And... So all things combined, we started looking at your rules and regulations for the business park. And it was easy to see that to us that a lot of what you've done appears to be in in direct conflict with your rules and regulations Uh, under, you know, the the permitted and prohibited land uses up there, the prohibited uses, you know, you prohibit uh, heavy industry and manufacturing. Yet you're allowing with Falcon heavy manufacturing and some other businesses up there to manufacture stuff, uh, prohibited. You're prohibiting construction yards and shops. Uh, yet you're, you're allowing that. So you have all these rules and regulations that it appears that you're not following. You also, uh, you know, Falcon wants up there where they, they really get a, a break on leasing the land. They don't buy anything. And they want all of the taxpayers to pay for their all that infrastructure built right up to their uh, car manufacturing plants at the at our public expense, without them putting, as I put it in the paper in that article, any skin in the game. Uh, I just think this whole situation with Falcon and Dynamic was not investigated well, not thought out well, no questions asked. Uh, from the city, by the county, from state, by the county, uh, for the residential areas by the county. And we wanted that input, and we still want to have input, and and maybe these rules and regulations need to be revised, looked at uh, again, but I really think it's a, a bad situation for Falcon to be put in up there when there are heavy industrial sites around the county that they can easily put their all of their manufacturing into uh and yet they're not gonna or you let them not have to do that comments i guess
4: well thanks carl for the comments um you know i will uh i will say i know that falcon looked around a lot when they first came to our to our area for for a friendly site for their business and and uh they they settled they they really are big in aeronautics as well, and and they really like the airport area. Um, the, the purpose of the airport business park, obviously, is for leasing, not to sell the spaces because um, the county owns them, and it's a leasing agreement. Like I said, most of them are on a 30-year revision clause. We do have um, a pretty good bunch of things up there right now. Um, in, in the current new business park, we have the goose Valley fire station, which, um, their lease is based on the fact that that's what it's for is a fire station. And it has to stay a fire station. The wood group is in there. Um, the weed and pest is in there. Trihydro's in there. in Inyaric construction has a shop building there. Um, and their, and their offices there. The hospital is currently leasing some buildings up there. And, uh, as well as emit um, range communications as we know. And so in terms of it, whether we're talking about heavy manufacturing or light manufacturing, obviously there's a fine line there in the definitions, but it's component, mainly it's component assembly is what light manufacturing is. And that's mainly what their purpose is at this point. And, and as you were at present at the meeting the other day, and so we did not approve their new idea, so that's where we're at.
2: And he did mention that Falcon <laughs> doesn't have any "quote unquote" skin in the game, and the county's doing this, this, this. The infrastructure is already there. It, that's my understanding, obviously, because it's a it's a business park, and when the Falcon comes in there and they build whatever they're going to build that building that's there in 30 years, the county owns it. Correct. So the county is getting something in return for this, even though it doesn't appear initially that that's the case. So correct me if I'm wrong there.
4: No, that's right. that's absolutely correct.
2: Okay, yeah. so there is a little bit of give and take between the county and Falcon and Dynamics, of course, but there is something that is going to be uh, tangible that the county will get out of this lease uh, agreement. Um, we've got another caller that is waiting. Caller, you're on the line. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. Hello. Hello.
2: Hello. Hey, turn your radio down for us, please.
5: Oh, we got you.
2: Thanks. Sorry about that. That's all right. Go ahead.
5: Uh, yeah. Um, keep talking about they and their skin in the game. Um, was, I'm not sure if, uh, it was spoken about earlier. Um, do we know? who 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 this group is and where they originate because uh there's uh concerns going on because a lot of legalese is being spoken around right now and we've got stuff going all over the world practically uh we've got the fbi uh hemming up uh the uh, prosecution of the january 6th uh, because they were hiding and destroying evidence uh, we've got our policy over in the Ukraine when I, I think when most people realize the Ukrainians uh, and their military uh, uh, they do have Nazi battalions in there I don't think we'd approve of that uh, Jamie diamond a uh, big banker. He's uh, in the process of being questioned over the Jef- Jeffrey Epstein stuff. So we really need to know who who we're dealing with before we start bringing them into our community. Um, otherwise, I'm all for development and and let's let's keep Sheridan beautiful and uh, let's uh, not not congest things too much. And yeah, there should have been a lot of studies going on before this uh, got pushed
4: thank well, you well I, I can just tell you that we have a we certainly have a county attorney's department and all of the agreements that have been done have run through the county attorney's um and the agreements have certainly been on the up and up and certainly the we're dealing with legal corporations here not not um foreign governments so um i can just i can just say that that part is certainly certainly been uh, looked into by our our county attorneys
2: okay we're going to go ahead and take another quick break right there on the jackson electric open line aaron palmer ron richter and commissioner nick siddle we'll be back right after that
1: the most complex electrical applications jackson electric has the knowledge the experience and the reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or requirement jackson electric's expertise even includes phone systems data systems led lighting systems fire alarm systems and irrigation systems residential commercial industrial agriculture if it has anything to do with electricity anything at all jackson electric does it all at 1851 north main and sheridan
2: It's your comfort zone, your place to unwind. So why not have it be exactly how you want it? That's right, it's time to spruce up your home. If you're thinking about countertop remodeling in your kitchen, bar, or bathroom, think ahead and plan now so when you're ready for the big remodel, the big remodel will be ready for you. Sheridan Custom Stone is the most experienced, locally owned stone countertop contractor in town. So that means top shelf work and great
7: customer service. Visit Sheridan Custom Stone at 1765 South Sheridan Avenue today to start your dream project. Frackleton's Fine Food and Spirits invite you to enjoy our lunch menu with popular choices like our ahi tuna bowl. With ahi tuna, soy marinade, peanuts and scallions, wonton chips, wasabi aioli, and sesame seeds. Or our turkey lettuce cups, Asian ground turkey, lettuce, cilantro, peanuts, hot sauce, or maybe our fish and frights, battered cod, shoestrings, and spicy slaw. Lunch at Frackleton's, where good food is good mood, on Main Street, downtown Sheridan.
6: Hi, this is Christy Kinghorn with Buffalo Realty, and let's talk about 18 Jerome Place on over eight acres of land located close to town off of the T.W. Road in the Hilton Minor subdivision, and a great view of the Bighorn Mountains and Red Hills. You can purchase the lot if you are planning to build your dream home. Seller is a prominent builder and can build your home for you. Seller has floor plans available to choose from, along with the prices for building. Call me, Christy Kinghorn, at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property.
3: Fox Sports Sports Radio is back in Sheridan every weekend on 106.3 FM. Tune into the best sports lineup in the nation all day Saturday and all day Sunday on Sheridan Media's Smart Talk, 106.3 FM. The Fox Sports Weekend lineup brings you all the sporting news and controversial conversations from coast to coast. Don't miss Fox Sports Radio all weekend, every weekend on Sheridan Media's 106.3 FM. We are Fox Sports.
2: Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. I am your host, Aaron Palmer. Ron Richter with us. And our special guest host today is uh, Commissioner Nick Sittle. We talked about the Falcon Car and Dynamics uh, Energy Corporation's lease agreements that the county kind of, they're asking for amendments and the county said, eh, not so fast. But um, uh, the question, poll question was, do you agree with the decision and that's what we've been discussing we do have a caller that's waiting caller you're on the jackson electric open line go ahead yes hello good morning
0: uh good morning i'm not calling to uh talk about the car deal okay i, I i'm just calling to, to say thank you to all the county employees um blade hands and snow removal guys because this has been a very very hard winter and they have done an excellent job and so the county commissioner should know that and i think those guys need to be rewarded in some way for it i live i live east of town and the snow has just piled up since november you know well, what i sure you. appreciate
4: uh- sure appreciate that call and yeah they those all of our road and bridge crew and our and our courthouse crew that moves snow everybody and our certainly our law enforcement people in these conditions it's been a trying year for them, and they've put in a lot of hours. I mean, they're out plowing roads at two and three in the morning, and and yeah, they're unsung heroes during this time. So, no kidding. I certainly appreciate that call, and and we certainly appreciate our whole crews out there.
2: And you'll pass it along to the crews.
4: You betcha. We've
2: got another call. Uh, you're on the Jackson Electric open line. Go ahead, caller.
7: <laughs> another beautiful day in Sheridan County. <laughs> Is <Isn't it>? uh, <laughs> Another one. Yeah. Another another thank you coming out. I'd like to thank Bob Grammons uh I called the radio station Saturday morning for a cancellation and um it, thankfully they put it out on Facebook. We we wanted a PSA, but that's not uh something you do in the in the view of emergencies only road closures and stuff. And Bob returned my call uh when I asked about this and uh, it was shuffled to his voicemail which is a mobile number and um when he returned my call this this kind of goes into another world here uh it the uh, the caller id said wyoming i've been plagued by spam calls not just a few hundreds yeah so i immediately blocked it So the next time he called, it went to voicemail. And I thought, well, that was Bob. Geez, I'm sorry. Um, So I had to unblock his number, but I'd like to thank him for returning my call. Which is another thing. When these calls uh, come in blocked, um, they go to voicemail. And and, uh, suddenly realized that these things were going in there, and then they were calling, and all the calls were 39 seconds. And they were filling my my voice mailbox and uh so i'd have to go ahead and empty that but these calls kept coming in I uh, they were from various places like pennsylvania new york you name it lot of them from wyoming and one scary thing that happened was uh, uh two weeks ago i called a number in claremont with a 758 prefix okay 15 minutes after i made that call Numbers identifying themselves as a, the prefix of 758 started coming in, uh, with, with identified, uh, identification of Wyoming only. And it makes me think somebody or something is monitoring my phone calls and, 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 um,